Hey, everybody, welcome to another edition of Jizz Talking for a Sunday night. Hey, we're Jizz Talking, and our special guest tonight is Alexis Fox. Alexis, how are we doing today? I'm doing great. How are you guys? <laughs> Happy Sunday. It is so wonderful to have you here. I, I think I booked with Tanya maybe three, four months ago, and she says, I'll put it down. Anyway, and she did, and you're here, and we just really thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate that. I think thank a lot of us. Me. You bet. I think a lot of us have seen you at Exotica lately. How's how is that for you to be there? I mean, you're with the Brazzers group. I mean, that's a a big deal. I mean, you got uh, some some A-list legends that come in along with you, and um, it looks like you guys just have so much fun. Yeah, I've been having a blast because it's. You know, it's our opportunity to kind of express a little bit of ourselves and also represent Brazzers and the company and, and why they have selected us. And so I'm just having fun. I've been having, like, all my outfits custom made and um, just so that it's more of an experience. Actually, in Chicago, I wore um, Super MILF, which um, was an outfit from an actual Brazzers scene. So that was kind of fun. So if you're a real big fan, just be on the lookout because I'm definitely wearing parts or even the entire outfit from different scenes. Um, just have fun with it. It's nice to see the fans. It's been a long time since I've been able to, like, kind of reach out. Um, you know, with ABN coming up in January, that's going to be really exciting. Um, uh, we'll have to see how that all comes out. And, uh, no, but I'm having fun. It's, in, it's, it's enjoyable. I like it. Um, Chicago was a, was a blast. Miami, um, Miami was a different crowd. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's just a different crowd. Yeah, it really was. I feel like it's like more of a lifestyle type crowd, but doesn't really isn't really aware of, like, I don't know, it was just weird. Like, I don't, I've never been really asked what, like, what browsers was before. So I was just like thrown <laughs> off by that. I'm like, it'd be like going to like, you know, a home furnishing type of, you know, convention, you know, looking at, looking for cars. It was real. It was really weird. It was just strange. Um, but yeah, but Chicago is always Chicago. You know, New, New Jersey is always New Jersey. That's why those cities always are, you know, the staple of that whole entire, I think, tour of things. I don't know about DC. I've never really done it in DC, so I don't know. Um, I also don't know if, like, because they had it in Doral versus, like, Miami Beach, maybe that made a difference for the convention. Because um, I remember, like, 10 years ago when it was, like, you know, on Miami Beach, it was a riot. <laughs> that was, like, a long time ago. Yeah, I see. Yeah, it just, um, it was just a different vibe. It was just so different from Chicago and I just, just different. Yeah. I can't really explain it. So, mm -hmm. now you'll be at AVN in January. Now, will you be at the X-Biz and X3 events as well? Yeah, they have me, of course. <laughs> so, you know, I need to assume, but I, I you know, I, I, I can put probably money on it, you know. Sure. Well, Charles, Charles and I and Joey for sure will be at X3 in uh, L.A. in January, so we certainly look forward to seeing you there. Joey has, um, uh, has a connection with Alexis. Uh, and it's kind of a weird one. It's it's uh, coffee. And uh, Joey, explain some of that for us, would you? Oh, me of all people. Oh, my goodness. I was going to ask Alexis about how she had, what gave her the idea to create this um, um, magic gold, I'll call it, actually. Um, 
No, I just um, been a big fan for so many years, of course, being involved in the industry. And um, when I heard someone mention about she's going to start her own coffee, it's like, no, come on, really? And she's at the time. I looked it up and, of course, I've tried it. Got shipped over. It took about a month to get it over here, of course, and tried it. And it wasn't too bad. It was, it was a different flavour. And um, I actually got kind of, kind of um, hooked on it. And when COVID happened, it was virtually impossible to order any more coffee. So I had to wait for, had to wait for when COVID had to um, ease up a little bit. But that um, no, was great. And um, I knew I was making a trip back to the States. And um, Chicago was happening great. And middle of the stars, meet, meet everyone. And face-to-face was fantastic to actually see people for the first time after COVID. It was really it was great vibe. And um, when I went to the browser booth, like I mentioned that, um, Alex, can I please have some contact details in Vegas where I can get your coffee and try that breakfast beer? And um, that was the first thing I did when I landed on the plane, besides losing my luggage. Um, went to a friend's house and time about this certain place. We went there straight away. We bought a couple of bags and started drinking coffee. So, um, no, it's good. It's diff- It doesn't taste um, – it's not over-roasted. It's, um, it's just nice. The beans are oily, and when you do grind them, it just gives it a nice aroma flavour. It's really good. So I think I'm drinking – I think it's eight, um, espresso. Last week I ran out of the um, dark roast, but um, <laughs> I, definitely, I definitely have to order some more, but I've got a connection in Vegas. A friend of mine lives only about five minutes from where that facility oh, is, and um, he's yeah. really good. He gives me a call every month on via text, so you want more coffee? And, of course, he has a friend that works in the USPS, in the postal service, so I get my delivery for nothing. Um, I'm sorry about that, but, yeah. You were purchased it, you give it to me, so it's really good. It's really nice. But thanks for that. It's really beautiful coffee. So basically, he likes the coffee, Alexis. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. So I have a coffee brand, High AF Coffee. And I uh, came up with it a few years ago, actually. And um, now we are all, we're online, obviously. And then we're also at a local store here in Vegas called Corey's Wine, um, Wine and Spirits. And... Um, yeah, it's been really, really cool. And so also my coffee, we did a collab with a local brewer here in Vegas called Astronomy Airworks. Um, and our first collab called Cheers to Breakfast, we can't. So you can actually buy that at Corey's and all over Vegas, actually, which is really cool. Um, so, yeah, I do a lot of stuff. I do a lot of stuff. <laughs> oh, great. Fantastic. <clears throat> Charles from San Francisco is with us. Charles, how are you doing today? I am doing great. And you met uh, Alexis in uh, in Chicago, didn't you? I think I did. I don't remember it though. I, you know, it was so busy in Chicago and a lot going on. And um, but yeah, I you know I was there. I visited all the booths and said hello to a lot of people. And I wish I remembered more about Chicago. But I had a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to going back. And I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing you in LA in uh, January. Yeah, yeah, that was, um, the last expo was a lot of fun, so. So I missed the last one, but I'm really looking forward to this one, and I just bought my ticket for it uh, yesterday. Oh, fun. So, and I've got a friend who has a condo who I'm going to stay at. I'm going to stay at the condo. I don't know if my friend's going to be there when I'm there, but, you know, and I'll rent a car and brave the L.A. freeways. (laughs) So that that was, you know... (laughs) Yeah, I had, the, last the time I was in LA, sucks. I had driven in like last time I was in LA, I hadn't driven in like five years, 
and driving the LA freeways was an experience. Jared, the shit they, I, I rode with him. Oh yeah. I drive here almost every other week and it's still an experience. And uh but the um what is it? Not the it's like the subway system they have there is fantastic now. It's awesome. I hadn't been there in a while and taking the subway around throughout LA was that was a lot of fun. Too. Wow. I didn't even know LA had a subway. It's it's yeah, it's you know, it yeah, it goes throughout all of LA. Yeah. Okay, well, Alexis, let's talk a little bit about you, and uh, uh, fans certainly want to know. We do replay this back in about 17 different podcast venues, so people can listen, whether they have Apple or they have uh, Google or whether they have whatever. Anyway, uh, let's talk about your career. When did you start out, and then how did you start out? Um, yeah, I answered Craigslist dad, and I went down, and at that time, it was the Bangor's office in Miami. It was, like, the headquarters, and... Um, I went down there to be just an extra, but they went through a laundry list of things that they, you know, that you can make extra money. So, you know, we kissed your friend, you made an extra X amount, showed your tits, this, that, and the other. And they were only going to blowjob that day. So when they got the blowjob and said how much you could make, I was like, fuck, okay, I can do that. Boom. Because I went down there by myself. I didn't have a friend to do things with. So, I was, yeah, blowjobs are easy. I'll fucking do this. And I didn't really get nervous until it was, like, right at my turn. And I was like, oh, shit, okay, I really got to suck the stick right now. The camera part didn't bother me at all. I thought that was a hot part. Um, it was just, you know, I just didn't want to take as long as the girl before me. I wanted to give, like, the best blowjob ever. So I was trying to remember all the blowjobs and all the porn scenes I've ever, like, watched and enjoyed before, um, just as a, you know, a patron, I guess, as a, as a fan myself. And uh, lo and behold, I was booked for my first boy-girl the very next day, and Alexis Fox was born. Wow. And then, so, um, from yeah, from there, you just continued on in, in Miami then, and, and then when did you branch out to other parts of the United States? Um, yeah, I stayed in Miami because I got contracted with Bang Bros pretty quick, like, within, like, a couple months after shooting. And um, so I got contracted with Bang Bros, and I did that for a while, and then I did camming. Camming was camming became the thing. That was way back in the day when camming was like, you know, you got paid twenty dollars an hour, and then they introduced the tips, and then they realized what we could make with those tips, right? Outrageous. So I saw the whole trend, you know, the whole transformation of camming throughout the years. It's pretty pretty funny. I did take a little break from main main shooting for a little bit. I went to massage school while I was doing. Uh, camming at the same time, and then did all that, and was just really missed it. So I jumped back in, and I contacted like the mentor that I had at that time, and jumped back in and started flying back and forth out to LA, and and um, just really fell in love with my career and and really took off. Sure. You said you were um, you said you were a patron or a consumer of of, of porn. What were who were some of your favorite stars? I don't know if I really ever pick any favorite stars or anything like that. It's just not my jam. It was more like what I saw as far as the action and how, like, like I, I was a big fan of, like, Andrew Blake. I was more a fan of, like, how he did his like his, his films, you know what I mean? Um, more so than an actual person sometimes. I don't know. To me, like, the action and, and 
what the two people are doing sometimes is very hot. Because I go, I go all over the map with it. Like, especially now, like, sometimes I just look for, like, I don't know. I would look probably for more of, like, the more realistic type of porn just because I just know everybody. And I'm like, oh, that's my friend. That's my friend again. Or I just worked with that person yesterday. Or You know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> and I make, it, I make my own. So for my own OnlyFans and things of that nature and all that content that comes with it. So it's, yeah. Now the consumption really, I don't know. <laughs> sure. All right. Well, hey, um, uh, adult star Sean Elliott. You may have met him at, at an exotic or two as well. Sean, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, guys. Uh, the thing is, though, <clears throat> maybe you can help me real briefly, is that when I got on here, like now, it's like it's the top of my head. I mean, I can only see half of all of you, like Joey and you. The thing says Zoom and mute and share content. I know I'm a dumbass. I don't know how to get rid of the top of that screen. Well, uh, tech support was yesterday, so. Yeah, so that, that so I have to switch it. So my apologies. I can only, can you see me now? I can yeah, see you. See, I can see all of you. Yeah, we can see your whole thing. Oh, well, there you go. Well, I mean. Uh, but I can't see Alexis if I do that. So I have to do this. Can you see me now? All right. Yeah. Well, hi. <laughs> hey. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think she was watching when I was doing it, though. So that was uh, in the eighties, early eighties. <laughs> um, did you? Did you? Are you familiar with the so-called that decade golden age stuff, like uh, John Leslie and uh, Samantha Fox and and uh, Sean Elliott. <laughs> Are you familiar with uh, 15 years before you? When did you come in? You said 2010? Yeah, that's when I started. But I was already in my 30s at that time. So, um, but I did a little research on a long time. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. were about 34, 35 or something. I used to, like, sneak and watch my uncle's, you know, Amber and Ginger Lynn stuff. Like, that was like, oh, my God. But then... After that, I, I don't even know if, like, I actually knew names of anybody after that. I just, you know. Well, I was taken I by what you said a minute ago on. about um, uh, when you were giving your first BJ and stuff like that. And you were, like, calling up, you know, things that you had seen. That's basically method acting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were doing sense memory and all that shit. And, and, yeah. and then when Patrick asked you... Uh, I don't know if I'm right on this, but when Patrick asked you about, uh, and you says, I'm not, I, I like, I like looking at the type of use the word film. Nobody uses that fucking content or something. So I already took a liking to you right there. So it's, it sounds like you've got a actress, uh, a, a creative uh, thought process that, that's your soul because the sex is easy. You're right. It's actually tough on, on camera. I, I thought it was tough. I always used to use a close set. Uh, we back in the day when before iPhones and, and you know I walked four miles to school and all that, but I I would only have a boom microphone and a camera because I didn't want anybody seeing the work except the people that needed to see it. It, it was just how my makeup. So yeah. I, I'm glad it was easy for you to do that. I don't know if we met in Chicago. I mean, uh, it's possible you look real familiar. Were you, did you um, were you at uh, what like who were you with? At the were you like Brazzers booth? Are you were contracted with Brazzers? Yeah, oh, so I'm with that, so we signed with them. Yeah, Sean, she would have seen. She would have seen next to your booth was all those rabbit ears. Which I oh wait, don't move, don't really. move. 
Sean I'm was giving them away. Sean was at the booth next to the rabbit ear booth. And uh, Jesus Christ. I think mine still lights. There you go. Ah, we got rabbit ears everywhere here. Hey guy, rabbit ears. <laughs> I'm giving them away. Cool. I went to give them my Sorry, kids. Sorry, my dogs are going crazy. What'd you say? Her dog is going crazy. You've driven the dog. Dog thinks well, around. Yeah, I have a bunny and it just sometimes he forgets we have a bunny. I don't know. Are you going, Alexis? Are you going to uh, New Jersey? Um, maybe. Yeah, if they want me to come out there and sign, I, I definitely would love to. You know, whatever they like me to do. Right. <laughs> Let me give them treats really quick. All right, not a problem. Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> You know, what's interesting with browsers and stuff, I'm, I'm getting a vibe that oh, yeah. it's like she said whatever they want me to do. That's a little bit like old school because she doesn't have to worry about the self-promotion. Brazzers right. picks it up. Right. They handle it. And that's that's mm. you're blessed. You got to be very good to be with them, too. So that's so obviously you are. Forgive me. I don't know much about the work, you know, but um, uh, that that's top shelf. And it's good that. If they want you there, then you then you go. I hope you go there. I'll be there. Well, I'm, I'd like to meet you. Yeah, that if I'm there, cool. definitely come by and say hi. Definitely. And stuff like that. That'd be awesome. All right, cool. Yeah, definitely it would be. Well, I'll, I'll sit back and listen a little bit. And uh, really nice to meet you, huh? Okay. Hey, James, how are we doing tonight? Doing good tonight, Patrick. How are you doing? Good. Question for Alexis? Oh, yes. Alexis, I'm a, what can I say? I'm such a huge fan. Big admirer of your work. Um, You've been in so many great, great scenes, uh, but the one that really always stands out to me is Seen Not Heard, the one that you did for uh, Pure Taboo. Oh, yeah, I wrote that one. Yes, you did. And uh, the performances in it with uh, Bobby Dylan was amazing in it as well, and you were just fantastic in it. What was it like making a scene like that? And I know that you put so much into it, and it was just, it was just so much. I don't know. I really loved it because I could just be so expressive and so creative and to switch back and forth from like kind of um, a very unstable character to you just didn't know, you know, like it was sort of a split personality type. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, was it these people doing it to her? <laughs> was she just yeah. actually like that? Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really loved it because it was just a, a really nice way to be super expressive. It was an idea. It was like the first time I took an idea that I came up with. and It truly showed up your uh, your creative side in it. it yeah. It really, yeah, it was amazing. Thank you. And then from there, I did like The Voyeur Next Door. I did Unbound. Um, yes. I have a really, like, I got a crazy imagination. And anytime I can put it to use, um, it's a good thing <laughs> for yeah. me. Wow. Um, super good. Yeah. I like doing fantastic. stuff like that. I hope to do more, fantastic. actually. Mm -hmm. It was fantastic. Okay. Yeah. I really appreciate that. That's really nice. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks a lot, James. Well, last time we talked to Benjamin, he'd been uh, at Exotica in D.C. last year, and a clown <laughs> grabbed his dick and spanked him. So, uh, <laughs> actually, Separate actors oh, who do the okay. spanking. But, wow, yeah. How are you doing, Benjamin? Yeah. Uh, Fly is so fantastic to be here. Lo love your work. Um, the first introduction with like the neuromassage video with Cody Steele and just the quirkiness of your performance. Like in the beginning of the video, I just made it fall in love with you instantly. Like, hey. congratulations on like a uh, male perform of the year award. Well deserved, in my opinion. Thank you. Thank you so <laughs> much. Yeah, and Thank of you. course, going. 
to uh, with uh, Joey mentioned the coffee. I actually had some of your uh, dark roast earlier this morning. Loved it, fantastic, and thank you so much for the card as well when I did the order. Yeah, I, yeah, I signed them all. I put all the orders together. I'm still doing it all myself, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine. It's cool. It's nice. Oh, it's I really a wonderful, just such a welcome touch. surprise. Did not expect that at all. So it's like oh, cool. all the way. Thank you. And yeah, definitely give my recommendation for the coffee. Fantastic. So, oh, thanks. Yeah. Thank you so definitely much. Gonna try I appreciate order that. For the future. And, yeah. Um, uh, so first uh, question, I guess, since I've seen on like OnlyFans, you really promote like a healthy lifestyle for like a lot of videos. Are we going to see a further expansion of the coffee store, high F coffee with like, other things that you want to promote, like other products expansion? Um, well, you, are you talking about like cannabis products and stuff like that oh, or a CBD? Possibly. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, there was going to be, um, I was working on a CBD thing, but, um, that's on hold for right now. Um, there is a possibility of coming out with my own strain. Um, ever, all those things take so much time, mm. <laughs> um, and development. And especially when you get into the genetics part of, of that, I won't. I don't want to completely infuse the coffee or anything like that, um, just because I think dosage is a personal thing, and not everybody is a five milligram, not everybody's a two or a ten or this and that. And I just don't want to sell a little packet of coffee. I don't want to do instant coffee. I don't. That's my thing. Um, well, at least all the current cups that you can do like your own, so you can take the grind and then just reuse it. But that's about as close to a current cup that we're going to do because um, I just don't want to put more crap into the universe but um, there's always those possibilities I work with a lot of brands now and promoting them um, I'm an ambassador here for Yardine um, that, which is a dispensary here in um, Las Vegas you know we'll see we'll see what happens <laughs> I saw some classes I might enroll in actually so who knows and uh, second question, going back to Exotica, is there any chance of you coming to DC Exotica for the future? Um, you never know. I mean, like I said, if they ask me to come to that Exotica, then um, by all means, I'll definitely come out and check it out. I haven't been to DC forever. Actually, when I was in the military, one of my last base was actually at Bowling Air Force Base DC. So, it's just funny. <laughs> I haven't been there since, I don't think. Oh, I don't know. Thank you very much. I really hope to see you there in person soon. Yeah, that'd be dope. <laughs> yeah. right. Thanks a lot, Benjamin. Cartrell is with us. Cartrell, how are you doing tonight? Um, okay, I'm just going to ask one question because, you know, I'm kind of tired. Um, uh, anyway, Alexis, what made you want to join the military? Um, I wanted to get out of my small town. I grew up in a really small town in Pennsylvania, and I just hated it. And um, I knew I was going to be responsible for that, making that happen. So the easiest and fastest way without, you know, immediately getting into debt was join, join the Air Force. You had six weeks of basic training. I gave you some education, possibility of moving around, and it definitely got me out of my small town. And I think it did a world of good for me, actually. It gave me a lot of, um, a lot of good foundation to use that I've used all throughout my entire life. I mean, yeah, you got to have a certain discipline to do it. Like, not everybody is made to do, like, wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning and do, like, 50 push-ups. 
Yeah, but you know what? Life is like that. I mean, if you want to get anywhere, discipline is part of that. It's not just, you know, like a wish and a hope and a good affirmation. It's, you know, it's consistency and that discipline that you take into your day every single day that gets the job done. So I just, I had a mission. My mission was get the fuck out of that small town. And so that's what I did. And then after that, it was like, I was like, okay, so now I've accomplished this. Now I know I can live on my own. Now I know I can make my own money. I was already living on my own in my small town because I moved out when I was really young. But, um, yeah, I just always had that, that, I was always like a lone wolf. I always had that mindset of, con- you know, just continued moving and having life experiences and have as many of those as possible. Um, that's just always been the goal. And I think so far I've been accomplishing that. And I'm pretty proud about that. <laughs> so, but yeah, that, their initial goal was just to move me out of that town and, and and start a life outside of where I grew up. All right. Thanks a lot, Carl. You, you said, uh, Alexis, you're in the Air Force. You said. Yeah, I used to be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we were uh, when I went out to um, in 1981. We had our National Boy Scout Jamboree, and I was we stayed at. Uh, Air Force Base near Washington, D.C., uh, Andrews Air Force Base. And okay. was, we pitched our tents um, along, kind of alongside the runway and stayed there for three nights, and then we went to the to the National Jamboree, so that was kind of fun. And then we went oh, to wow. Newport News, Virginia, to the uh, Coast Guard Base. That was a lot of fun as well, too. So, uh, Pat, Patrick, before you go, now, you know what's interesting? You're talking about times changing with um, back in our day. I'm reminded of Lisa Centrese, who was an actress back in the day, and she was she was in the army, and uh, I worked with her. She we were in New York, and she wanted to get out of the army so bad. And what she did was she got into the adult film business, and they blasted her all over the place. It made the New York Post and the Daily News, and it was very. I mean, it was naughty. I mean, somebody in the military, to, oh, my God, they got into the adult world. And uh, thank God that it's, it's such a tight-ass country. I'm all American. I love my country. But it was so, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It was so naughty. It's the only thing that's coming to my mind. So it's very cool that it's loosened up that much now. And it's funny how a lot of people that are in discipline and business is like the military can gravitate to this. It's like, now I'm free. Now I'm going to show you what I can do. So just wanted to comment on that. Yeah. yeah she's, she stripped in front of the uh, recruiter's office. Lisa and, did. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, Tom Snyder interviewed her on the tomorrow show. And then years and years and years later, she was on uh, just talking. And that was her first live interview uh, since uh, Tom Snyder interviewed her on the tomorrow show. So that was kind of a, a unique this situation. Is, this is true. So um, see how times have changed. <laughs> you, can, you get out of the Air Force and come right into the business, give a blow job and have some fun. Nobody yeah. cares. People like the business. Right. Eric's with us, Eric. How are you doing tonight? Hey, guys. How's everybody doing tonight? Good. Alexis, good. how are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Oorah on the military. I'm not sure what the uh, Air Force equivalent is That's for that. Name. I was uh, 95 Bravo, which is military police for a while. So tip of the hat to you, young lady. Um, (laughs) Question for you. Uh, Since you were talking about your imagination, um, if you had to push the boundaries of your imagination, had to come up with a scene right now, 
what kind of scene would it be and who would you want in it? <laughs> I don't work that way. Ah. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Um, that could go any which way. I, I have no idea how, how, like, really what to answer that. Like, right so it now. takes a while to percolate <laughs> and everything. Yeah, I like to sit with it. Like, I don't just like, like, if I just came out with something, it would just be bullshit because I wouldn't really be like coming from my heart, and I don't really gotcha. like to do that. So, um, you know, when I sit down and think of a scene, and if I have a really good idea, I also don't like to spill it before I um, mm. actually make it because why would I want to do that? Does stuff pop in your head or do you see something that will motivate you to a certain scene or certain idea to get the ball rolling? Honestly, what gets me going is music. Okay. Yeah, certain sounds, music. I like to kind of like kind of get dreamy with it and I go from there. Um, but yeah, a lot of times, it was funny, yeah, like actually Unbound, I... It was just like I, I kind of got the idea from just one particular song, just okay. playing in the beginning. So I just thought, wow, that'd be really kind of cool, and this is the way I want to take it. And literally just came up with it, like, you know, in the shower. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, music is usually my tipping point. What was, like, your least favorite scene that you've done so far? Yeah, I, least favorite scene. Um... I don't really like to answer these types of questions. I think, like, they're always, like, trying to dig into, like, you know, what's the bad part of it? Like, I okay. don't really have a least favorite scene. I don't really pick favorites, and I don't pick least favorite. Like, That's a good thing. I, all my scenes have been always my choice, and I decided to do all those scenes, so we're all, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right, right. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, Eric. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. I'm I like that. very honest, by the way. I'm just no, that's bullshit. perfect. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't. Like, I'm just not. But thanks. No, you're welcome. You bet. Thanks, Eric. Hey, next week, we're going to have Ashton Blake uh, on as our guest. So we're looking forward to seeing Ashton Blake. And uh, she'll be taking all our questions uh, next Sunday evening. So can't wait for Ashton to be on our show. Uh, Eddie is with us on his iPhone. Eddie, you want to ask a question to Alexis? I'll unmute you. Are you unmute you? In the darkness? Eddie? Hey, Eddie. Eddie. All right, well, he doesn't want to talk. So He's on mute. Ask to unmute. Let's click that button. Okay, well, um, well. anyway, let's uh, skip over Eddie. Let's talk a little bit about um, maybe in the next three to five years, Alexis. What do you see down the road? What's your roadmap on this? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Well, grow the coffee company, grow my podcast, restart the comedy show, continue to shoot my own content, get more creative in that, um, more time writing and be behind the camera, continue to shoot. Mm -hmm. I, I love shooting. Um, my sex drive hasn't changed at all, so I don't I don't see do that slowing down. So I'm just continue to have fun. <laughs> continue to live. More what's travel. Your, I don't like all the good stuff. Sure. What's what's your podcast called? On the High Stock Show. So it's named from um, I I had a comedy show in LA um, that was cannabis friendly, and um, it was called the High Stock Show, and I hosted it. And people would come and we have, you know, we don't smoke or have a bunch of free shit there and um, have the comedy show and then we'd all smoke afterwards. It was really fun. It was really a really good time. 
And then the pandemic hit and stuff like that. So then we turned it into the podcast. And we have people from my industry on comics, cannabis, um, other people of interest that, you know, that want to be on. It's pretty, it's pretty fun. Just a real casual conversation. I smoke a little weed and sit back, talk to everybody. Sure. As autograph collectors of, of adult uh, things, uh, the group that we're focused on here are members mm-hmm. of our adult entertainment group. And, of course, you have people that um, get uh, baseball players and football players. And the other day I went out and I, I met Steve-O and I got him to sign an autograph. That looks like a dick. Oh, nice. And uh, anyway, so this group is basically uh, promoting adult entertainment autographs, so like a Seika DVD that she had autographed for me and what have you that I have up above my little cubby here. Um, uh-huh. And we have, we're, we'll be talking with uh, Tanya, uh, your, your PR person, about getting a, uh, what they call TTM or through the mail address, like a public post office box or something. So if somebody has, yeah. a, has a magazine, we can get that signed or, or a picture or whatever. I mean, yeah, I posted it. She has all that information. Um, it's a box, and there, that's where all my mail and fan mail go, and I, I get mail all the time. <laughs> um, so yeah, send we'll, there. We'll be looking for, for uh, some of ours because we'll certainly, uh, when we get the public address, we'll post it. and Yeah, and have them let me know that it's from your show. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be great. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joey's back with us. Joey, what's up? Um. Yeah, hi, Patrick, um, and hi, everyone again. Is that, I was going to ask another question or two, if it's okay with you, Patrick, and if it's okay yeah, with Alex yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Because um, you mentioned about, um, was it High as a Fox show, which is on YouTube and all that. And I think it's, is it, because I know you, you, you call him Webmaster Joe or Oriental Joe. Um, how did you two collaborate? How, how did that all come about for that, for you, and Al, for you um, Alex? Question, Joey. Um, so... Joe and I met when I first started coming out to Vegas. He, he's worked on a lot of sets as a PA. He's also been extras in a lot of scenes. You'll see him as an extra. <laughs> and uh, it's funny. And uh, he, he picked me up at the airport. And I, that's kind of like the beginning of our friendship. Like, hey, how you doing? Whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he's just very knowledgeable of Vegas. And I made it known that I'm like, yeah, I'm thinking I'm going to move to Vegas. Uh, from Miami just to make that commute from Miami to LA it was getting long and you know whatever and mm-hmm. uh, he just like started out like if you need anything you know <laughs> let me know I just have to, I guess I need a lot of stuff and anyway we just became really good friends and then we just became business partners really and we just have like a really good brother and sister friendship and um, it's like that because we're both brutally honest with each other which I think is very important and, now, I've seen that um, on your shows too. It's, it looks very um, down to earth because when I because I watch it on I subscribe to YouTube, and yeah. what's really good about your podcast on that, you can wear a shirt, a tracksuit. You wear you come as you are. There's no oh I've got to get my hair, my makeup done, or I've got to wear this particular you know clothing. You just come as you are, and it's like <laughs> it, now it's so like down to earth. It really is like. That's so Sometimes cool. I have my makeup done, sometimes I don't. I mean, you know, it's like I, I want people just to – it's it's casual conversation to relax. Like, mm, I'm a human relaxed. being. And mm. a part of me is, you know, not wearing makeup all the time. You know, like I don't have – I don't do – I'm a tomboy. I don't do my makeup. That just no, doesn't no, it's, happen. No. That's what, that's what um, I'm good about you. You're just so down to earth in that perspective. It's like that's so – like. When there's a some kind of a, a convention happening, that's understandable. But when when you're doing your own thing, wow! It's like 
you know, you, you don't have to, you know, be dolled up 24-7. You, you do what you are, so, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah, I like, yeah, I keep it very real. Um, just That's just me, just my, how my personality is. And I also learned, like, a long time ago, it's camming, actually, that the guys, uh, I have fans from all over, and a lot of them end up being over in Europe and, and Australia, actually. So we oh, have yeah. an early riser. And so by the time I'm getting up, I don't know what time it's there, but it's like I would get up at 5.30, 6 o'clock, and I would just get up and jump on camp. And I wasn't having my hair and makeup done, and, they, and these guys loved it. They're like, oh, my God. So it became like this, like, personal experience with these guys, and it's just kind of always carried through with my career, I guess, in some sense. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? It um, does. It does make sense. With everybody. So, yeah, I like it. I like it that way. And I get to mm-hmm. keep part of me with me. You know, it's all about balance mm-hmm. and just not a makeup person. If mm-hmm. I put makeup on every day, I'd be like, oh, my God. Well, forget it. Don't worry. It's there goes half your day. But nothing too. Yeah, but nothing's well because you're so adventurous and you're always on. You're always traveling from from one state to another. It's on your bucket list because you've done so much of, of an, an adventure in your life, which is really good. Is there anywhere else that you would like to go to? You know, to, on, on your bucket list to go to another country or visit and yeah, uh, enjoy so Mother places. Nature. Yeah, there's so many places. I'd love to go to Iceland. I'd love to go to Bali. Mm. Bali. I would love to. It's, it's everywhere. <laughs> um, yeah, there's so many more places to explore. My favorite place is Costa Rica. I go there a lot. Um, I also go to Mexico a lot, too. I love those areas. Um, any, I'm more of like anywhere where, where there's a beach and an ocean and a mountain and a jungle. Those are my favorite spots. So in other, other words, away from the city and get back to my nature, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole goal for me is like, I, you know, I garden a lot. I'm a plant mom. I have plants all over my house. I have a garden inside nice. my house. I have several gardens on the outside of my house. I was going to say, I've seen you in the desert. So I figure if I can grow it in the <laughs> desert, I can grow it anywhere. So. Yeah, it's like you're in Vegas. I'm surprised you've got so much plants growing there at the moment because the way the heat is and the, the way, yeah, I'm very surprised. Yeah, you just gotta, you know, how you take care of it, and you have to get like shade cloth and stuff like that, and how you're mm. watering it, and um, your soil. Your soil is a big part of it. Big part so. of it, yeah. And uh, just one little quick thing on that. It happened recently. I was going through the website and all that. I think it was um the summer social for Brazza. How yeah. how was that event? How did because I just I sent a quite a few there, and you were in, involved in that as well. What was that? Was that some kind of new project that Brazza is going to start off now, or it's just a, more of a get-together of that social summer? Get-together for us, so they just started, you know, and giving that a try and um, checking that all out. Just, you know, why not? It was really fun. It was like a nice celebration for all of us, and it was really cool to see a lot of people that I haven't seen in a long time just because of shoot schedules. I'm not, you know... I'm not shooting for all the companies. I don't see all the people all the time. You know what I mean? True, true. Um, and then, you know, of course, we have the, the big thing in the middle. And then we, <laughs> and then uh, a lot of new folks that I was, like, glad I got to say hi to, introduce to, you know, hey, what's up? You know, that's always nice. And plus, I'm in Vegas. I'm not in L.A. And so, you know, those functions are important for us to kind to, you know, participate in so that we can – get to know the up-and-coming talents and, you know, for who we went, you know, possibly would like to work with. And see. It's true. Yes, it's, it's good to know 
I mean, I, I they rather like, get to meet them so I know their personality than get you know get on set and be like work on the set, you know, behind the scenes. <laughs> exactly, that's good. No, it's really nice. Realistic. No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's a fun movie on the set. Oh, nice to meet you. Who are you? Yeah, no, who met? Yeah, no, understandable. And um, probably, oh, so much questions. Okay, one more. I do apologize. Uh, where, where do you see yourself in ten more years from now? I mean, continue on. Would you like to know more about like, going behind the scenes? I've like, been involved as a, a director. Or, I mean, you have done that in, the, in, in parts of your life, but a full-on career if you can see yourself in the future in the industry. I mean, I see why not. I mean, a lot of stuff mm. can happen in 10 years. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. No worries. Well, like, look, thank you so much for your time. I know you've got a busy schedule. And Patrick, thank you so much for having me on board. And, with, you know, I really do appreciate it so much. And hope to see you in the future as well and, and drink some more coffee too. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. No, thank, you. Thank, thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Sure. Avian Hall of Famer Richard Pacheco just joined us. Richard, how are you doing tonight? Um, the late Richard Pacheco. Sorry. Uh, looked like you've been working out. I was. I was... Um, rehearsing down by the water for a, a recording session I'm to do tomorrow. And I lost track of the time oh. and I, I pedaled home as fast as I could. And here I is nice to see you Alexis Fox. Um, Hi, nice to see you more to come. So to speak <laughs> question for Alexis, Richard. Well, that's unfair. Uh, we're just meeting and I just, I, I'd like to hear you talk to who, to the group and continue what you're doing and sure. i'll pitch in if if the if the spirit moves me sure well we'll uh, we'll, we'll throw things over to benjamin because he always has a question <laughs> excellent uh that's my current questions already and just uh actually a lot of others have beaten me to the punch now so i'm at what i lost just enjoying being here so right. thank you i'm gonna grab more water while you guys like i said um Next week will be Ashton Blake, and she's looking forward to being here. I know several people, um, I take requests every once in a while, and people e e email me at patrick at jizztalking.com if you have a question or comment or, or want to see somebody that we don't have on. Uh, I can always, uh, always reach out. And Ashton Blake was one of those people that uh, said, hey, uh, uh, we'd like to see Ashton on. I just booked while we were talking, I just booked on um, – our October 2nd show, uh, Adeline Star. So um, anyway, Adeline is going to be with us uh, coming up in October. So that That's was... my mommy's name. Adeline Star? Just the Adeline part. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, Charles, uh, back to you. A question, another question for Alexis. Yeah, now I'm like all curious. And how do we get your coffee? And can we order it through the mail? Is that possible? And could you put a link to it? On yeah, I, yeah. Do you want me to put the link in the chat here? Or you yeah, want, yeah. I think Tanya you, should be able to give you all those too. Okay. okay. But it sounds like it's really good coffee and Joey gives it two thumbs up and, you know. Yeah, we have coffee. Uh, We're just, there, I, I put it in well. the chat. I don't know if you guys can all see that or not. I just see it there now. Um, high AF coffee. It's high altitude for coffee. It was my slick way of getting, like, an AF Alexis Fox in the mainstream product without scaring off of I was people. thinking it was um, something else, but anyway. 
<laughs> yeah, no, it's unfused. Uh, <laughs> but the whole idea, like, I was sitting in my backyard in a hammock on a Sunday, smoking a joint, having a cup of coffee for my friend that is the roaster. And I was like, man, I just, you know, I need to have my own, co- I need to have my own coffee company. I love coffee. I travel a lot. And one of my favorite things to do in these other cities, whether it's in, you know, in the United States, in a different city or in state, or in another country, is try out local roasters or local coffees. And just, you know, I, every, you know, every, I, I, every I is up, different. I get up in the morning and I'm still working from home due to COVID. And, you know, I answer emails and, and I will get up in the morning and then throw on some sweats and go to a local coffee place and get coffee and come home and resume work, kind of. Yeah, so, hold on. I'll show you what the label looks like. Hold on. Actually, we've got two uh, brands on there. That's all right. She can walk and show. Right. <laughs> okay. I do drink my own supply. <laughs> so there you go. It's, it's a marketing plan we call Eat Your Own Dog Food. Yeah, it's good coffee. I'm like a snob, man. I, I, I is it available yeah. in other cities too, or is it just through the mail? Or uh, you can order online. I would love to get in other cities. There's a few other places I, I just need to travel to to you know shop it around. San Francisco would be huge because we're a big coffee city. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about LA. I I don't know if they have it there. That's what I'm kind of asking too. I ordered online through uh, to DC and shipping was very quick, like a lot faster than I expected. So oh, yeah, okay. you can order. Yeah, shipping can be a real bitch at times because of everything that's very like I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And that's I'm why it's so hard to get to Australia. It's so expensive to get it to Australia right now. It's just nuts. Like that's what that's why Joey made friends with a person who works in the post office. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, but thank you. I will definitely look at that, and I will definitely order some yeah we have dark roast medium roast light roast um it all depends on what you I, like i'm a medium roast favorite. kind of guy medium roast try the nicaraguan um it's one of my favorites oh. um it's a nice medium roast nicaragua has great coffee <laughs> and uh give that a try that's what i recommend for you also have the you been, have organic you been to yeah actually i have me too i went i went from uh, costa rica to nicaragua i actually walked across the border um oh, wow. last year yeah it was it was I didn't realize how dangerous that really is, actually. Uh, yeah, it's. Really... Uh, I was there years ago, and it, you know, wasn't safe then, and I don't know that it's much safer now. Yeah, I, I didn't get really it at first. I, I just kind of did my thing. I wasn't, I just, you know, I just, I don't know. I got dropped off, and I was like, oh, they went, you know, they took your picture along the way, and I just was like, okay, this is what I got to do. And then when I was walking, after I left, like came back and walked back through to go back to Costa Rica, it dawned on me how dangerous of a mission yeah. I just did because I was literally walking through, A, the dirt jungle, two, across, uh, you know, borders of another country, like two different countries. Right. And there's nothing but 18-wheelers all around me no one would ever hear me if I would have screamed. And then it like dawned on me. I was like, that's all the reasons for the photos. They're taking pictures of like, okay, well, I picked her up here. I dropped her off here. I picked her up here. I dropped her off here. And it's all about my safety. And, I, and that whole spot from like the Nicaragua office and the Costa Rica office where, you know, you get your passport, you literally have to walk between those. Right. And, and that's the iffy part. Because anything can happen between there. And it feels like when you realize that and you're walking your way back, you're like, 
Wow, oh, this fucking walk seemed really long. I went, I I went with the tour. Yeah, I went with the tour group, so it was a little bit safer, but it was not. You yeah, know, I was clearly by my motherfucking self because I just <laughs> I ball out like that, and yeah, I, I just feel you know. many many decades ago. I, I did a movie in Puerto Rico at Canada Beach. It was called Luscious. They filmed the scene in the rainforest, and. Uh, I wasn't shooting that scene of Michael Knight, this guy was, and I forgot who the girl was, but I was up there, just part of it, the team, and when they got the shot, they did it, it was really exquisite shot, as soon as we walked out of the rainforest, jeeps came up, two jeeps, and uh, you just reminded me of this, I was like scared for you, I couldn't believe you did that, Alexis, and they came up and they used the term, they said, what are you doing up here? She goes, you'll get killed. And they, they said the bushwhackers will come out. They'll, they'll kill you. You're Americans. Yeah. You've got cameras. You've got all sorts of shit. And you're walking alone. So don't do that again. Yeah. I, and I was just like, do, do, do. and then it like, like it didn't dawn on me all the way there. I don't know if I was just so tired. And it was like, I was just on a mission to do that. You know, I had to get to the next car. It was literally on the way back when I was just kind of walking through all these 18 wheelers and they're all like kind of going around me and I'm just like, you know, now I understand (laughs) this is probably a high trafficking area. Um, And I'm not saying that about, you know, I'm not trying to talk bad about those countries and saying that um, it's just, you know, that is. That is just, you know, a possibility, and I, you know, it is a dangerous situation, and it is something new that you have to be definitely be aware of your surroundings, and you know, and everything like that, um, and understand that when you are traveling, you know, understand the rules and what's going on between the countries in which you're traveling, and just don't do stupid shit. A learning <laughs> experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, I, I was fine. I mean, obviously, I had zero problems, um, right. and you know, uh, you know, thankfully, <clears throat> you know, that's how it worked out. But who knows how many people do walk through there, or how many females to have, or men have walked through there. It's not always, you know, anybody that has walked through there that maybe have been picked up or something like that. And it's, I mean, that happens here in the United States. I mean, I had a weird situation. And don't come up and run up on me. I'm like the not the person to run up on. I do do take self-defense and I do all these other things to, to protect myself. But um, yeah, I had a weird, fucked up, weird, weird situation. It wasn't a fan experience. I've, I've had enough fan type experience. You know, people are nervous. You get some people that want to give you a hug and like, eh, yeah. you know, whatever. I've had all those types of experiences. This was just a really creepy, like, follow me around the grocery store experience from the parking lot through the grocery store to the point where I had to confront him in the grocery store. Like, dude, what's the issue? And I had to get very loud and obnoxious and create a scene because I felt threatened in some way. It was just really creepy. Like, I... I never, it wasn't like a fan type of experience. I don't know if I'm expressing that well enough. Just a nut job. And you, you got Yeah, me. yeah. And like, guys, like, you know, please, I'm super approachable, you know, asking me for a photo, uh, you know, high politeness. Oh, yeah, I'm about that. If I'm, you know, if I'm promoting my coffee somewhere, for sure, politeness is always the key, you know, to all of that. I'm, um, I'm thankfully, I have to say most of people are. Huh? I'm always big on saying please and saying thank you and asking and 
it's how I am as a person. It's how I am as a fan. Yeah. And, you know, I want to respect, you know, I want people to respect my personal spaces. I want to respect the personal space of others. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I'm like that too. <laughs> yeah, actually, no, that's how I would have And that's kind of like a little bit about this show is uh, we don't maybe ask some of the obvious questions or some of the, uh, how many guys you bang, you know, that sort of stuff. It's kind of a different, this show's kind of a different perspective. And it doesn't bother me at all that we're talking about coffee or we're talking about Nicaragua. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here, you guys might like this too. Hold on. Sure. And we don't mind her walking away like that either. No, no. Not at all. It's the best part. Well, yes, it now is. I know where to order coffee from, but I usually go to the local coffee shop. I, I'm meeting the guy who wrote the best part of waking up his Folgers in your cup tomorrow, T.G. Shepard. Uh. <laughs> okay. I actually have a coffee beer meeting after this, so it's going to be quite exciting. Oh, so um, I'm going to be adding to the coffee menu the smoked coffee. So give it a try. It's only going to grind. If you want beans, that would be a special order just because after you grind up the beans, everything's going to be smoked afterwards. But if you guys do come to Vegas and you like beer, you got to try out the Cheers for Breakfast. So it has the golden ale with my coffee flavoring in it. Isn't that dope? There's no way to order that online, is there? The beer? No. <laughs> okay. The beer, no. I mean, I shipped it to my friend. <laughs> That's disappointing, but I understand. I'm Why? sorry. <laughs> it oh, so you can't pay $5,500 extra shipping or something. Sure. I tried to right, if you do make Australia. it out to Vegas, if you do, and, and it's a 5.5% beer, so it's not going to get you blasted. It's nice, you know, you sit back, have a meal, a couple beers, you're good. Um, good camping beer. I take it camping with me, you know, by the fire. It's pretty nice. Um, but yeah, give it a try, guys. Yeah. Yeah, Charles, you can ship tried, it back with yourself. I take tried to do it myself by mail, and uh, they won't they won't allow it at all. Did you try to take it back in your uh, check baggage? No, at all. They checked it. Wasn't allowed. Oh wow. You guys are too young for this, but I bet you Richard remembers. You remember the Coors runs when we were in college? You would run to Colorado to get Coors beer. <laughs> <laughs> this is going way back. This Coors beer was like, this is reminding me of this. God, I'm so fucking old. Coors and you would just go like 300, like 1,000 miles to get beer and bring it back to the campus and sell it. Yeah. Coors beer was like the worst beer Ever. But but it was but the it was the journey it was doing it, it was, it was the journey and it was the it. cheapest of course it was they the made, journey they made really you know, yeah being okay. in Pennsylvania we were used to go on beer runs be like man let's go get that da 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 you know and Yingling Iron was City. Uh, beer in <laughs> I, I remember going out partying when I was in college and you know then we had to find go find somebody who was sober who could drive who had a car who could take us to In and Out Burger. And that was kind of that. That was the journey too. <laughs> or back in my day, it was called smoking the bandit. So, Thank hey, James, you. Let's, uh, let's. By the way, uh, Alexis Richard, she's from Pennsylvania, small town. That's all we know. So there's your there's your question. She's from Pennsylvania. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what town in Pennsylvania? Oh. Uh, I don't like to answer it because my mom. Yeah. Don't do that. Oh, 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 o
Come on, let's get James in before we go. And uh, another question from James. Lexus, I know uh, a moment ago you said that you use music as an yeah. inspiration for you. Who, is, yes. who do you usually listen to? Who are some of your favorites? I'm so excited. I love Thievery Corporation. I'm going to go see them live once again um, this Thursday, the 19th. Woohoo! Super excited. It's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite bands ever, ever. So if you get a chance to see them, go see them. I've been listening to them for, oh God, 10, 12 years. I feel a long Who was that? fucking time. Who did you say? If not longer. It's been a long time I've been listening to them, and they're just one of my favorites. I, I like that trip hoppy kind of. What was, was the name of the like, band? What was the name of the band? Thievery Corporation. Thievery Corporation. Yeah, I find it very relaxing. I like how it just like, bounces off my temporal lobes. I just, I don't know. I really, really fucking enjoy it. So I'm going to go see them live again on Thursday. Um, I like stuff like that. But, you know, I also miss, you know, grew up on the Beastie Boys. So once in a while, like, lately I've been really listening to Check Your Head a lot. Um, but, yeah, kind of music, probably trip-hop is probably what I get most of my inspiration because it allows back in my, my day, Back in my day, that was usually like Tangerine Dream or somebody like that. Yeah, or Portishead is really good, yeah. too. I like that a lot. All right. Yeah. Thanks, James. One more question from Eric. Let's uh, switch down to Eric. All right, Me? Eric. I got that. Yeah, you, Eric. I got nothing. I got nothing. All right. All right. Eric, well, why are you sitting in the dark? <laughs> you know, um, it's long. I, it's either super bright or it's going to be this. I got this little light behind right, is me. Is it nighttime where you are? Yeah, in Ohio. Oh, oh, right, in Cleveland. Oh, it is right outside right of Cleveland. Here, buddy. Oh, I think so, right? Six, nine. Oh, okay, it's about nine o'clock there. All right. Yeah. Uh, Richard, okay. going one more time for Richard on a question or a comment? I'm just very impressed with you, young lady. You're, you're smart, sir. Incredible. I look forward to seeing some of your work. Uh, if Thank I would ask you. you She's I, one of the best, Richard. Yes. What I would ask you is this, is um, how has the business surprised you? I think it's the evolution of the business is surprising. You know, now with, you know, the onset of having, like, OnlyFans and, like, really having the content creation in our hands really has given us a lot of power. Where before everybody, I mean, you didn't have the Internet before either. So your marketing and everything of who you were was by name and telephone and, you know, <laughs> figuring out how to read a map. So it's really, you know, it's really became like an industry for the talent. And we can really pick and choose how, how we work and when we work even more. So we know we're just not dependent on, you know, we're not fully dependent on um, mainstream productions. I absolutely think that it's important to, I like doing a variety of things. So I I will be doing the, you know, the mainstream, you know, productions as long as I can, along with the, you know, the content creation on my own side. So, pretty fun. Okay. Pretty fun, fun, fun. Well, I, we all appreciate you being here, Alexis. It was great to have you. I thank Tanya for, for lining this up as well. Again, uh, uh, foxfans.com is your website. We can check out. You probably have a bunch of links there, and, and uh, we'll post Oh, them. yeah, I have a ton of links. <laughs> We'll post that on our replay show or the replay uh, page. Anyway, we'll also send that to you or to Tanya, and you can use that any way you want. If you want to put some of this interview on, fine. If not, fine. But anyway, this does go to about 17 different uh, podcast venues, and uh, just search for 
just talking and you'll find us. So Alexis, again, <laughs> but hey, we're just talking. Uh, so again, thank you very much. We'll see you at the, um, I'll see you at the X3 show next time. And, but you'll be at the Exoticas and AVMs down the road as well. So we thank yeah. you very much. Come by and say hi, guys. You certainly Appreciate will. It. All right. And again, we'll be yeah. here next Sunday with uh, Ashton Blake. You tune in. We'll see you next week.